it's your friend who's a welcome to another episode of the weekly wrap thank you so much for joining me today i am your host once again and we're in for a treat today as always this is the wonderful world of football and we are diving right in uh, but before we do, please take the time to comment, like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Because if you do that, that will mess with the algorithms. And the algorithms will start thinking, yo, this is really, really good podcast. Let's spread it around. Let's we get monetized and we win together as a family, you know. And that's what we want for each other. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Let's kick things off with the results from the DSTV Premiership um, on Monday, the 20th of December. We saw Amazulu beat Mamere de Sundowns by one goal to nil, while Orlando Pirates beat Marumo Kalans by two goals to one. Um, important to note that this was Sundowns' first loss of the season. And I was disappointed that they lost. I was really hoping they would break the record and win all their matches. Or at the very least, be undefeated throughout the season. But it looks like they're on a slump right now. Maybe it's a lack of momentum or it's a fatigue thing. I don't know, but they're not doing so well. I don't know Sundowns players, but let's move. On Wednesday, the 22nd of December, we saw Tears Galaxy lose to Stalin Bosch by a cold to nail. All Swallows and Arrows played out to a 12 throw. Chipa United and Skoko in the playoffs were nil nil draw while Baraka beat Real AM by a goal to nil. Supersports United beat Cape Town City by three goals to two. Kizuchis ended off their year on a high by beating Marisbeck United by two goals to one to nil. And on Thursday, the 23rd of December, Lando Pirates kept off their year on a high as well by beating Amazulu by two goals to one while Mamela de Sundowns. Very looking sluggish a little bit for me. Played out to a one on draw with Maru Mokalans. Mm. Now as far as the locks there is most Sundowns still number one with 44 points, but they are followed by Orlando Pirates with 30 points. And behind Orlando Pirates is Dylan Bosch with 29 points and 18 games played. And in third position we have Case Chiefs, 28 points, and fifth position, Amazulu with 27 points, Super Sports United with 26 points, and rounding off the top eight is Kukune with 25 points. So it's really anybody's game. At the bottom, TS Galaxy with 13 points, and Morocco also with 13, but Swallows also close at 14 position with 14 points. Wow, I'm thinking Solos and Marius Beggars are seeming like they could be at the drop because they have 15 points. It's very tight at the top, it's very congested at the top because at any given moment, um, number 12 could see them, number 13 could see themselves at the bottom, and number 16 could see themselves up as far as 12th position. So, it's very nice and compacted at the top, just how I like it. But we move on to the Premier League. 
um, results as follows on Sunday. A lot of matches were postponed, but ones that did play included Brighton and Brentford. Brighton beat Brentford by two goals to nil. Um, Chelsea beat Aston Villa by three goals to one. Manchester City beat Leicester by six goals to three. Um, Arsenal beat Norwich by five goals to nil. Tottenham beat Crystal Palace by three goals to nil. And West Ham lost to Southampton by three goals to two. Um, fixtures that we can look forward to uh, on Monday we'll see Newcastle face Manchester United and on Tuesday we'll see Arsenal face Wolves um, I know the lead Arsenal and Wolves game also has been postponed so we won't see that the Leeds and Aston Villa game also has been postponed because of um, the COVID spiking in the Leeds staff and also the Wolves staff is why we won't see Arsenal versus Wolves but we will in fact see Crystal Palace face Norwich, uh, Southampton face Tottenham, Whitford face West Ham and Leicester face Liverpool. And on Wednesday we should we should see Chelsea versus Brighton and Brentford versus Manchester City. And then on Thursday we should be seeing Everton versus Newcastle and Manchester United versus Burnley. And then on New Year's Eve first of January we will see Arsenal versus Manchester City, Leicester versus Norwich, Redford versus Tottenham, uh, Crystal Palace versus West Ham and on Sunday we will see Brentford versus Aston Villa, Everton versus Brighton, Leeds versus Burnley, Southampton versus Newcastle and Chelsea versus Liverpool which is the big one for me Chelsea versus Liverpool it's gonna sell a lot of things and on Monday, you'll see Manchester United versus Wolves. That was a fixture. Then the log, ooh. Manchester City on top um, after that win. Um, Liverpool still second, even though they did not play their game. They're second only by goal difference. They're tied with points with Chelsea in third position. They both have 41 points. Um, this means that. Um, Manchester City is six points clear at the top right now, but Liverpool have a game in hand, so there's that hope for the Liverpool fans. Running off the top four, we have Arsenal with 35 points. Tottenham is not far behind, 29 points, and also to factor in that it has a couple of games that it did not play, it's three games in hand, so. If they play well, I think they could cover that up. And at the bottom, we have Norwich City with 10 points, Newcastle United with also with 10 points. Um, and the bottom, running off the bottom three is Burnley with 11 points. That's sad. That's very sad. But hopefully they can pick it up and try to better themselves, maybe. Maybe they can salvage something out of the season, and the season is just, it's just going, it's just coming and going very fast. It's like, don't even know that we're halfway through it already, and we're just heading toward the end, and everything is just happening so quickly, and I'm not sure how they are able to react to it. But moving over to the Spanish league, I'm Real Madrid, still number one. 
um, day one, they came on Wednesday, the 22nd of December, beating Athletic Club by two goals to one. Okay, um, night where we also saw Granada beat Atletico by two goals to one. Um, this means that um, Real Madrid is sitting pretty at the top and they would look to continue their winning run when they face Katafe on Sunday, the 2nd of January. And it's virtually the same for a lot of other for a lot of other leagues around the world, especially um, the League One in France, PSG is still number one, um, 46 points they have there, and I'm sure they will be looking to continue the run when they face Lyon um, on the 9th of January. So I would like to assume that they are on a festive break at the moment, and when, they, when everything resumes, so will the action. I'm saying action like there's ever been action in, in League One. It's always been the same thing. Um, and Syria are, are also on a break. They'll be coming back on Thursday, the 6th of January. Um, it's a little bit congested at the top. For the six points is Inter Milan. Um, position number one. AC Milan, position number two, 42 points. And Napoli. 39 points and Atalanta closely behind rounding off the top four with 38 points. Um, the fixtures to look forward to obviously on Thursday 6th of January would be Juventus versus Napoli. I'll be looking closely at that one but also AC Milan versus Roma. That'll be a cool one. Atalanta face Torino and Inter Milan face Bologna. Now it's time for some transfer rumors. As we're getting closer to the January transfer window, there's been a lot of rumors and a lot of speculation about who's going to go away and whose contract is getting extended and whose contract is not getting extended. But here's what we have so far. Wales international forward Gareth Bale and Spain midfielder Isco are the main candidates to leave Real Madrid in January, with the contracts of both players running out in the summer. Um... Personally, I think um, Bale should have stayed in Tottenham. Um, I don't think he's getting as much game time as he would desire in Real Madrid. I know he's in love for it, but I think I feel like they've been treating him very poorly. There, and I think staying at Tottenham was the best option and the better option for him because he would have got all the attention he desired and he would have played as much games as he, as he desired. But um, I don't know if he has a place in Tottenham now given the switch of play because Tottenham plays a completely different game as it did when he was there last time and they have a new coach now Antonio Conte obviously has a new philosophy that he wants to put out there and I think I don't think there's a place for him there and I'd be curious to see where he ends up going if he does leave which for me is very unlikely and Isco hmm Isco is very young, he's 29 years old and he has a lot to offer so um, I think he is the pick of the ladder as when it comes to teams he could play for and I'm sure a lot of teams would want him on his side yeah um, moving on though 
Real Madrid are increasingly confident of signing striker Kylian Mbappe from Paris Saint-Germain and although the 23-year-old can sign a pre-contract agreement with a foreign club from 1 January, his future will not be decided until March after the Champions League last 16 tie between the two clubs. Mm, I feel like this one's already set in stone that Mbappe is leaving. So, uh, we'll see. Real Madrid, Real Madrid are making waves here. It's, it's just them. Wow. Real Madrid also expect Chelsea and Germany defender Antonio Rudiger to join on a free transfer at the end of the season. With only six months left on his contract, the Spanish club are hopeful of meeting Rudiger's wage demands. Mm, Rudiger is very comfortable in Chelsea, though. Yeah, I've never like seen him seem uncomfortable, but looks can be deceiving, obviously. But. I'm not sure about this one. I think Rudiger should like to stay. Uh, Manchester City forward Ferran Torres is in his native Spain and will have a medical on Monday before completing his move to Barcelona. Mm. That's shocking. Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona are in transition and they're rebuilding. Mm, is it a safe time to join Barcelona right now? No, because there's a lot, a lot of struggles ahead and there's just a lot that is going to happen. And I think maybe he wants to be part of that transformation, maybe. But I don't think right now is a good time because it's very unstable, you know. A team in transition is very unstable because what they have could work. And at the very same sense, it could not work. Everything is just hanging in the balance. And right now, it's just, it's slightly more not working. But obviously, only time will tell. And we'll see if he's a good fit there. I think he should be. We need... I think Barcelona needs... Um, a proper, proper forward. And... Yeah, they need a solid squad. And I think he could add to that... For sure, for sure. Uh, Manchester United are targeting four promising German players as potential transfers. Uh, hmm. So now that we have Ralph, the German, coaching Manchester United, I think it is more likely that Manchester United would pull German players. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm a little skeptical, but we will see how that goes. Um, Newcastle are planning to sign Marseille midfielder Bubaka uh, Kamara. The 22-year-old Frenchman is a free agent at the end of the season with Manchester United and Chelsea also interested. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel has suggested England midfielder Conor Gallagher Chen Anwan will return to Stamford Bridge to fight for a place on the blue side following the end of season long loan to at Crystal Palace. I think he should he would for me would be better for him to stay there at Crystal Palace. He's played very well that he's adjusted. Obviously, um he's gotten used to the people around him and I think coming to Stamford Bridge it's a bit tricky because there's so many stars and it would be so difficult for him. You know, he's less likely to play because of that. And if, if the main target is game time, and that's what we want, 
I think the best solution for him to stay at Crystal Palace. But obviously, it's up to him as to what he wants. And obviously, I think he'll be leaning towards playing for for Chelsea more than anything else. Um, another news: uh, Anthony Martial tells Man Club that he wants to leave. French striker Anthony Martial has told Manchester United interim coach Ralph Ragnick he wants to leave. Ralph Ragnick said he spoke at length on Wednesday with a 26-year-old who told him it's the right time for a change. Martial has started just two Premier League games this season, scoring once. Despite his desire to leave Old Trafford, Ragnick confirmed that the club had not yet received an offer for the forward. Um, the player's agent confirmed earlier this month Martial wanted to leave the club in January, adding he would speak to the club soon. Interesting. I think it's the right decision for him to make at this point because it, it, it's very much like the, 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 the bus is moving and it had moved without him. And it's sad, but such as a way of life, you know, and I think it's, it's smart for him to move right now. Smart for him to move. And also, there been rumors that um, Edison Cavani had signed a contract to join um, Barcelona. And these rumors, it's all just rumors for sure, but like they're becoming more prominent, and that worries me because Cavani is a personal favorite player of mine, and I would have loved to see him play more in Manchester United because I think he had a lot to offer, and the the connection between him and Ronaldo was always phenomenal. It's always been amazing to watch them play together. And I'm honestly sad if the rumors are true. But all of a sudden, you know, like I've always said, these are rumors. We will see if they're true. Only time will tell for that. And that's all I got for you today, folks. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, it's been your host, Nkazamaloa Ngobe. Had an amazing, lovely, lovely time. I hope you did as well. Um, thank you again for joining me. Um, leave you the same way I leave you every day. Have you have a, hope you have an amazing day and you spread positivity on your way. From me, Nkazamaloa Ngobe, it's a wrap from the Weekly Wrap.